0: Thanks, good afternoon, Sean. Um, first of all, just an update on player availability. Do we have the likes of Anana, uh, Danjuma,
1: Decore, Gomez back? Uh, not Duke, not Danjuma, not um, Andre Gomez, he won't be back. Um, on a better note, um, obviously, Youngie continues to get fully fit. Had a, or will have had a full week's training um, with the team, which is good. Um, Amadou's been out on the grass today. So he gets back involved, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pick the team accordingly. But there was better signs, I would say, of progress from the injured players. And Dukes on the grass, not with us, but he's he's making good progress. So that's it. No other issues
0: <coughs> from last, week, last weekend. No, just knocks
1: and bruises, but nothing yeah. too I mean. happy. Uh, what's the approach against Manchester City? Well, you've got to you've got to play well. That's for sure. You've got to, they're in good form. They've got many ways of different changes they can make. The depth of their squad um, and their know-how. So you've got to play well. as a a start point, Um, usually you've got to defend well as well. Um, Now We've done that pretty well this season. Um, It is difficult. They're a very, very good side. We all know that. Very talented side. Um, So, yeah, I think the the mixture's got to be right. You've got to defend well, but you've got to play well generally. And you've got to take your chances when they come your way. (coughs) Does it go
0: without saying this is the... The most difficult task of all, given that they've scored in 57 home games
1: on, on the run? Look, the, the Premier League's difficult anyway, um, but I think it's fed to so say over the last number of seasons, they've, they've shown their prowess and their, mm-hmm. like I say, it's their, you know, they do the hard yards as well. I mean, they, they work hard as well as, as being a fine football side. So, you know, there's a lot of good to like about them, but you've got to play them all. So we'll certainly go there and take it on.
0: And are you banned from the touchline? Is that, that I happened? believe I am, yeah. How does that impact?
1: Um, it's just a, a, working with your staff more closely. You know, earpiece and all that's not the same as being down there at pitch level. For me, I quite like being at pitch level, obviously, um, and that kind of connection with the team. But it's one of them things. What's done is done. Uh, I <coughs> think
0: Excuse you spoke last week for protesting about the non-award of a penalty.
1: Where no, it wasn't. It was actually the second foul on Beto. Right. The first one was the, the, the non-penalty, and as everyone knows, we haven't had one. And then the second one was uh, the foul on the edge of the box on Beto. Um, which I thought was the worst decision, to be honest. And then the challenges are, you know, they say about our dugout. I mean, sorry, the technical area and being respectful of the game and all that sort of stuff. Well, I was a tiny, they're about six feet and six feet from the, so, you know, there's no room anyway. So, you know, just step one yard and you're in the other um, technical area. And, some managers running all over the place down the pitch and all sorts, but uh, no booking. So who knows? I don't know what the rules are anymore. You know, I just go. I try and I try and be natural and just respond to what happened right in front of my eyes. Is that
0: one of the strangest stats so far
1: that you haven't had a penalty this season? You're the only Well, it must be penalty. up amongst them because we've certainly had enough calls from them. You know, one down at time pulling shirts the other one the other, the other day I thought was one, and I've seen the ones that go against us, and you know I don't. I don't know what kind of contact is contact anymore and I, I think a lot of a lot of people in the game are kind of nervous around contacts in the box for the wrong reasons you know some are given for someone touching their shoulder and their legs buckle I've never worked that one out but they give penalties and then Beto's clearly pushed off the ball the other day no no penalties so referee we'll hope
0: Saturday gave a penalty against you in the games that you have with him so far this season against City and United well I don't think he'll have that on his mind
1: neither have right? I
0: okay um Idrissa garnegay came straight back into the team. It was, was <coughs> Excuse me. an outstanding performance, really. How important is he going to be from now until the end of the season? For he him? did really well. He'd,
1: he'd flown back in. Uh, we gave him a down day. He only had one day's training back with us. Um, I thought he uh, gave him a very good performance. Um, we certainly need his experience and his belief in what he does and uh, rubbing off another. Certainly with a performance like that, that's for sure.
0: And For Dominic Calvert-Lewin, do you feel for him in what looked like his goal last week to end that long? Route
1: and take Yeah, he's had a in. couple. I mean, the one down at Tottenham, um, you know, we were amazed on the VR decision on that because um, that's a goal for him. And the other day was, you know, it's one of them things. It's Jack on the way in, and mm. that's it. But no, his performances have been good, and I think he's he's growing into his performances more and more. So it'll come. The goals will come for him. Yeah,
0: he's still making a vital contribution in games, isn't he?
1: Uh, and yeah, he's he's, the he's, the he's working hard. Right. Yeah, he's working yeah. hard. He. Is, I think his true um, belief in his own fitness and his body is, is getting stronger all the time. So I think that can only be helpful. And, it, and you know, the key is for getting in the right areas. Cause people were saying about his chances, some of the quality chances. But at the end of the day, he's getting the chances. So they will go in.
0: And any feedback um, regarding the appeal that, that's ongoing? I know we're expecting a decision this month, possibly by the end of next week. Yeah, that's
1: just broad guidelines on, on the appeal, as you suggest. But no, nothing, no use. So
0: nobody whispers in your ear first or, um, or um, the... No, they didn't last time, so I don't know why
1: that would change.
0: Right. So still hopeful.
1: <clears throat> we'll just wait and see. I can't, can't be judging that. Got nothing to do with me when, once it's in their hands.
0: Thanks very much. Good, good. Thank time. you.
2: So I will go to at Premier League <clears throat> Sean, good to see you. Um, three back-to-back Premier League draws. Do you feel the hard yards are being made, and it is moving towards what will be complete afternoons? Afternoons that
1: return three points. Well, I think you know the, the, the you know we haven't, we haven't found that win, but we're looking solid in our performances. But before that one four on the trot, if you had it all together, you think it's a healthy points return. And then if you had the bigger picture and the ten points on, then you go, that is a healthy return. So. You know, it makes news, really, when people chunk these games down. But I know the bigger picture. Um, Going back to your point, clean sheets are a good thing. You've got to take your chances as well. And I think we have created good chances in amongst them clean sheets. Um, But it is a good marker. You know, if you're defending right as a team and you're working hard, then, you you know, you've got to, obviously, you increase your chance of winning games. So we're right in every game. There's been a couple that got away from us this season, but, but not many we've been right in every game. I can highlight the performances of Jared
2: Branthwaite and his progression, his development, getting his first goal last weekend. All of that must be huge, huge positive for the football club. Yeah, I think to
1: be honest, I think um, Target alongside him has been excellent, and I think he's a, a solid um, professional at this level and, and what he does. And I think that's helpful for Jared, Jordan behind him with his experience. You know, the Miko's playing ever so well. Um, you know we've had a few injuries at right back, but when required, different people have done well on and that, and the, and the unit's been strong. So I think that's helped Jared, but he's, a, he's certainly enjoying his football, and that's what we want him to continue doing. And great for him to get his goal last week.
2: I know you were really pleased with how your side mixed it up against Spurs last weekend. Your threat from set pieces obvious, but how your side <coughs> pressed as well—that um, is crucial. That is essential place like Manchester City
1: it, to try and get it all right? Well, you've got to press wisely. You know, that's the, the challenge of, of, of the pressing game, if you like. You've got to press wisely. It's got to be by design um, because they're, they're a good outfit. They're used to it, don't forget. That's how they play and they've played against many sides that press. So I think you've got to be you've got to be uh, clever with your pressing. You can't just go, Chris bags in the wind. You know, it's got to be an organised press. And uh, I think the players have shown they can do that this season. It is more difficult with the way Man City play because they're used to teams doing that. So they're, they're well-versed and practised in... in in trying to break down teams who do that. So, yeah, maybe a, a shift in our game plan, maybe a shift in our thinking. We'll see. 11
2: wins and a draw, their form in the <coughs> last 12 in all competitions. Thanks, Har- Pleasure. Harland back, De Bruyne are back. They're both starting. They certainly started against Brentford again. Um, how do you begin to try and contain Manchester City?
1: Well, it's, it's part of the, the challenge of playing the top, top teams. You know, they're, they're, they're quite obviously up there for a reason once again. Um, and they've, they've got sort of uh, strength in depth, they've got strength in how they work. They're, they're a great outfit, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but but like I say, you take all these games on. You know, that's the, the mentality we want to continue to build here, taking on no matter who you're playing against, taking on with that clear-mindedness to go and focus on you. You have to pay attention to the opposition, quite obviously, but you've got to focus on you and your performance. And I think we've, so far this season, we've done well on that, you know, and it's important to, to remember that, even when you're going to play Man City. Is the psychological
2: part of it as crucial? thinking we can go to the Etihad, we can go to Manchester. Well I certainly think you've got to have a, a,
1: a group belief that you can challenge these teams and I think being competitive is a start point and, and performing, you know, and I've spoken endlessly about it with a group. That competitive edge in performances, but also that consistency of performances. And we've we've made some ground with that. So we've got to go there and like a, a you know started this interview, you've got to play well. You know, now and again you get they might have a soft performance. Not too many, but they might do. That sometimes happens. But you've got to lay your Marker down, and that's to play well. That's the minimum we've got to do. We've got to play well.
2: Thanks, Dan. we'll go to
3: Julia. <coughs> Hi. Um, 16 different players in your. Squad have scored in all competitions this season. With the strikers low on numbers, not necessarily about their performances, but low on numbers, is that something that you've been working on to take the pressure off them?
1: No, not really. Nothing to do with taking pressure off anyone. It's to do with the, the mentality that we've been fostering here. Is any, anyone can score? You know, everyone's got to go into a, a scoring position and believe they can score. Um, likewise, you want the same on the balance with the defending side. You know, I ask centre forwards to defend properly. I'll, I want the wide players to defend properly. So there's a balance to the team ethic, uh, but no, it's certainly not about t- removing pressure. Pressure's there for everyone. Pressure's there on strikers all the time, you know. So I think that's just part of their role um, to score goals, the same as it is for keeps to keep, uh, keep clean sheets. And so I think I think it's more about the mentality as a team to go and score goals, and and I think we've been trying to grow with that. And I think that marker's is a pretty good one, you know. If you've got a, a spread of goals across your uh, your team, but we also want goals from our strikers, of course, that adds to it. Um, and, it, and it's often the focal point of a side. If you haven't got that, you've got to find goals. And we've, we've had spells hours where we've done uh, done that well.
3: A lot of work went last season into getting Dominic <coughs> back fit and, and making sure he could get a run of games. And you seem to have, touch wood, solved that issue right now. How are you going about now getting those numbers up? Because you say there's always pressure on strikers. People look at the number of goals at the end of the day, don't they? So is there anything extra going on with him at the minute?
1: No, I think I think he's working hard in training. I think he's doing the right things. I think in games he's getting in the right areas. That's been shown by his chance count, and and I think it's that belief in that you know one you know it's the old adage many I mean I I think can't remember who it was it day one of the strikers was talking about it. sometimes you need one that hits you and goes in you know sometimes that just restarts a striker for no no other reason I can't remember who it was but anyway it's one of the big scorers it wasn't Shearer but someone who scored a lot of goals. And um, I mean, I was was listening to this and I thought, yeah, sometimes you do need that. Sometimes, you know, now you want to do it by design. Of course, you know, you want to strike who scores a great goal or or an important goal or whatever. But sometimes it's just one that hits you and goes in. That sometimes just breaks it and starts your rescoring again. So uh, whatever way it comes, it will come.
3: Just ask you about Lewis Dobbin. He came on from the <coughs> bench against Spurs and had a real impact pretty quickly because of his pace and how he plays. How close is he to maybe starting, or, or or maybe just getting a bit more game time?
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's been around it um, all season. He's done well. He did well in pre-season. We felt um, he has got some game time early season, then bits and parts of it. But he's still developing. You know, he's a player who is developing. Um, and I think he's got more to come, but we're enjoying what he's doing. He's working very hard in training as well, and each one of these um, little parts of games that he plays, it keeps building his belief, and I think that's important.
3: Jordan picked for nine clean sheets now. I think we've mentioned this quite a few times, We're keeping his tally going. Um, When you look at that, given your place in the table, I think sometimes there's a bit of confusion how have Everton got that many clean sheets, but where they are, but there's been the points deduction. But do you think that shows, you know, is a defensive unit that, or is it down to Jordan himself?
1: I think I'm pretty clear actually that John would consider it to be the, the unit because I think he's he's a very good guy. We know that with his experience and his understanding of of his role within a team. But I think he, he likes the fact there's a structure and there's a work ethic in front of him. You know, he's seeing players work across the board and I think as a keeper that's that's a pleasing thing to see. Um so no, I think he and that's not taking anything away from his own performances, but I think um, I think he'd be fair minded to suggest that the team are working very hard in front of him. Thank you. Thanks, you.
2: <coughs> so, just a quick one. on the, the touchline ban, which the three yellow cards, which is, is a, a punishment and presumably is supposed to be a deterrent. I suppose, does does it give you cause for reflection, or is it just something that comes with a job?
1: No, I think the only thing I was disappointed are three really bad decisions from a referee. So I've got booked for three really bad decisions. I think there should be a bit more tolerance. You know, fourth officials there, if they see, if deep down they're thinking, that's a. The ref might have that one wrong, and I don't see why you booked for it. That's the moment when they should use a bit of their game, understanding everything, right, okay, maybe just come back in there and just say, listen, you maybe got that one wrong, but we need you to just, you know, stay in the tank or whatever. I think that can be a calming down moment. I didn't think I should get three yellow cards for that moments because they are factually bad decisions. So sometimes it's a human response, you know, when you see a decision, especially when tight games and, <clears throat> excuse me, the important ones. Um, Canard's away at Liverpool. I think everyone in the stadium knew what was going to happen. It didn't. You know, I get booked for that. Um, The one the other day, I think everyone in the stadium can see a possible penalty. Can't decide for sure, but a possible penalty doesn't even get looked at. And then 30 seconds or a minute later, another foul on the edge of the box, which is an absolute foul. So then you go, well, it's a human response. Maybe, I would suggest the force on any given occasion could probably realise that. You don't have to agree with me, but they could maybe go, right, okay, just slow yourself down. You know, get back in, just calm the moment down. Um, Whereas if you're going... Outside your box, doing whatever you're doing all the time, then that's different. That's of your own fault, you know, your own accord. But not when it's something like that, I don't feel.
2: There's a lot of talk about improvements to be made to VAR, but is, is that an area in the relationship that happens between the fourth official and managers or officials and managers? And you talk about human response, is that an area that can still be improved?
1: Well, it's like all of it at the minute. I think the thing that we're, we're all questioning is just consistency and parity. You know, the, the, the different ways of officiating. And of course, we are all human. They're going to have different ways, but there's so many different ways of games working at the moment with the referees' performances and with the, the idea of this technical area. You know, one lives more than another, You see managers running up and down the line, I don't know, cheering goals or whatever they do, and nothing's done. So then you go, well, which one is it then? So I think it's more just the, you know, just the rules have got to be the same for everyone. I think that's the key.